is uh, Sony uh, revealed that there is 99% of your PS4 games will be playable day one on the PS5. There's literally like 10 games that are not playable, and they even gave the list of the 10 that's not playable. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what they are. I saw the list, and I'm like, I've never heard of any of these fucking games. Yeah, it's it's Lego Minecraft Adventure Three. Yeah. Um, Dora's Barnyard Buddies for PlayStation One. Mickey Mouse X Mortal Kombat. I could just imagine Mickey Mouse just grabbing fucking Scorpion's spine and just ripping it out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that that's the proper canon. <laughs> no. That's that's the way, that's what happens, man. Just, a, just imagine Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel and rip your spine out, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is, this is canon. It's in the lore. What's going on? Welcome into Lighthearted, episode twenty-three. We're back, as always. The huge. Uh, I had chicken nuggets for lunch today. That was pretty good. I'm also drinking uh, Crash Bandicoot uh, G Fuel. And that's also pretty good. It is, in fact, apple and mango, like I speculated, and that's pretty hype. Like, like, like you know, like they have the lore. Yeah, the apparently. lore of Crash Bandicoot of what the Wumpa fruit is. Yeah, because, you know, some people are uncultured. Yeah, I've never played Crash, man. Never played Crash. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably never play Crash. If we're going to be honest. What's wrong with you? Uh, a lot of things. What's wrong with you? Actually, nothing. That's a, that's Strangely a, enough. That's a damn lie. That's not a lie, man. That is a lie, you filthy sinner. I thought you were going to say filthy simper, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> quimp. You're a quimp. I was trying to remember the word. You're well. You're Quimp 2.0. <laughs> Quimp 2.0. Well, as you can tell, we got the plug daddy here. You know, we're here vibing. Uh, we're actually doing this over the phone today because he didn't really feel like leaving, and I really didn't feel like having anyone over. So here we are. Um, so Nick, why don't you kick us off with some plugs? We got a we got a little bit. Looks like a loaded lineup of plugs here today to plug the people up. So plug me up, daddy. All right. First plug. I'm going to ask that you never say that to me ever again. (laughs) (laughs) And then for the rest of the plugs, boom. All right. Animan Plus, you know, it's back. It's here. It's queer. Get used to it. It's going to be from now on, I guess, on Saturdays. Yeah. Right? Yep. At 8 o'clock Central Standard Time is when it will be uploaded. And there's also a special announcement coming on episode four. So true, true. Check that out. It's, I bet it's some weeb shit. So you could say, yeah, that. you could say that. <laughs> you could say, oh my god, don't tell me you're cosplaying. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Okay, I was gonna say you should cosplay as scuffed Kakashi. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could. I know you could. All right. Real talk, though. Uh, there's an update coming on Monday. I don't know what it is because I'm not part of the show. So. Yeah, it's just coming. That's the main thing. The, the day that this episode's posted, if you listen to Real Talk, though, at any point, there should be an update for that. So go listen to that so you can know what the hell's going on with uh, with Real Talk, though. Yeah, one of the uh, abandoned podcasts for the meantime. Basically. Whatever happened to Gridiron Mania? Man, that one got pretty much shelved. 
Well, I mean, like we 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 cut it we cut it out because um, you know, we weren't sure the season was even going to happen. And then Tyler got a new job, which kudos to him on that. It's been working out well for him, but his his work schedule it makes it pretty conflicting and pretty tough for us to get to you know try to set up to record. And plus, I was also trying to get the phone thing figured out, which hey, we figured it out. You know, since I'm doing a fucking call right now, and um, yeah, just um, it may come back. I mean, it'll come back eventually, but it may not come back this season. So Gridiron Mania might be dead until like next year. <laughs> We'll rip to that. Yeah. Anyways, DBA stuff. You got the coach chat coming. It'll probably just be me and Alex. So look for that on Wednesdays. We'll be going over week six where I played uh, Pittsburgh, a.k.a. Jared, and Alex and Josh played. So check that out. Why not? And is Lighthearted coming soon to YouTube? Find out. Because I don't know. (laughs) It might. Yeah, it might. I mean, it's something I'm looking at is why I wanted to plug it. (laughs) Okay. Be sure to check out the socials. Be sure to check out, you know, all the links down below unless you're on Spotify desktop, which I don't know why it doesn't have links, but whatever. True. Anyways, uh, check that shit out. You can check out all my platforms. Check out all the other platforms down there as well. The Twitters, the Twatters, the YouTubes, the Twitch. The OnlyFans. Yeah, the OnlyFans. And last plug. Well, the second to last plug, excuse me, is, uh, you know, shout out to Tier 4 Patreon, Jared, who also has submitted a topic request for us where we will be talking about Ashes of Creation today. True. So we'll, we'll simp pretty hard for that here in a little bit. And, uh, Last plug, Lighthearted Game Awards. Watch it, or else we're not doing this ever again. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point, because we're doing a live stream, so fucking watch this, or we're not doing something like that again for a while. But yeah, I think that's all the plugs, for the most part, I think. Alright, good job. Round of applause for uh, Mr. Plug Daddy, um, as always. Alright, this is where we insert the, the audience track yeah okay I'll, I'll do that i'll insert an audience track for you in the editing process well thank you you're welcome i got you man okay um so let's get into, get into the uh the bulk of the show here i got a few different topics to talk about uh, let's immediately kick things off with something that's um kind of near and dear to my heart um apparently it's speculated who knows we don't know what the fuck's happening could just be a meme because everything's social wise about this uh about this company is a meme, so who knows? But apparently, Sonic Adventure Three might have been teased by Sega. Uh, they recently put up a picture of Super Sonic from um, Sonic Adventure One, and had like uh, a bunch of like diagrams around them where it's like you're just making a joke where it's like Sonic is technically perfectly symmetrical or whatever, and it, you know it's like it's like a graph you'd see in ge- geometry or something. Um, mm-hmm. But if you zoom in on his cheek. There's a number three on there, and there's the only that's the only number on the entire picture. So everyone's automatically thinking they tease Sonic Adventure three, and it also kind of ties into next year's the 30th anniversary of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Sega has claimed that it's going to be a big year for the Blue Hedgehog, but they've said that before, and then we get Sonic Boom. Hey, you know, don't talk to you about Sonic Boom, man. At least it was a finished game. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Rip Sonic 06. 
Um, but no, Son- if Sonic Adventure three comes out, it's like naturally I'm I'm gonna get it day one. Let's go. But I, mean, I am a little scared. It's one of those things where it's like, I mean, Nick, we've talked about it here on the show before. It's one of those things, kind of like you know, movies or games, where it's just like it feels a little too late to do that. You know, like they should have done it like years ago, kind of thing. Um, so like, the, if they if Sega's actually stepping up to the plate to do a Sonic Adventure three, they really need to fucking nail this because like everyone in everyone on this planet that is a Sonic fan is going to have so many different and wild expectations for what it needs to be that I don't think Sega is going to be able to live up to it no matter what, if there is going to be a Sonic Adventure 3. I just don't think it's possible. You know, Sega has basically said before that I think it was Sonic Unleashed, I think, the werewolf game. I've never played it. Um, was Wait, te- what? Yeah, it, it, he becomes a werewolf. That's the big theme of the game, is that you switch between regular Sonic and werewolf Sonic. Um <laughs> Everyone like that's been that's always been kind of considered a Sonic Adventure three, you know. Same thing with kind of like Sonic 06. You know, Sega's always kind of alluded to that. Um, but if they're gonna do a true titled Sonic Adventure three to follow up on what is two of you know everyone's favorite games in the Sonic franchise, man, I don't. I think I I don't know if Sega's gonna be able to live up to the fan expectations because of just what everyone wants. I mean, it's been too long since the I think Sonic Adventure two came out in like fucking ninety nine. And then the re-release for the GameCube came out in like 2002. So it, it's also like one of those things like, yeah, they probably should have done that a lot sooner. But, you know, hey, 30th anniversary, if they really want to make it big, you know, this could be it. Uh, I know there's also been, this isn't on the script, but it just dawned on me. I know there's still, once again, there, this happens like every year, there's still been talks that Microsoft's going to buy Sega, which would be which would be pretty big, you know, in my opinion. Um that also be kind of heart, be kind of heartbreaking, honestly. And Microsoft's just going around like putting stones in their Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, basically, they're they're basically <laughs> being like Disney right now, right? Except not firing everyone. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If uh, if Microsoft ever would purchase Sega, I mean, that'd be a great title. That'd be a great series of Sonic the Hedgehog that they could add to their personal library, and plus give them the the funds to really make games worth a sh- worth a damn, and you know not you know, garbage where it's like super rushed or anything. So, I mean, for Sega, it'd be a good thing, but you know, I've always kind of wished that Nintendo would just buy Sega, you know, Mario and Sonic are basically best buds these days. So yeah, I just wish that would happen. That'd be great, but that'll probably never happen. (laughs) You said that Microsoft buys them so that, you know, they can have money and stuff. And so they don't feel rushed. Like Sonic games come out like once every three years. How the fuck are they rushed? They require like, they're not like graphically pleasing. They've well, never been graphically pleasing. <clears throat> when I say rushed, like some of the titles that fell short was because I guess this also goes to the team at Sega, whoever's working on the games. I I don't I don't, I don't know much about game development, so I can't really you know really critique this or jump into this too much. But I, it may just be whoever's working on the games. They're they're not good. I, I don't know. But like Sonic 06 came out before it was done i mean they they rushed to finish that game and it was in development for a few years from what i understand sonic forces is the same thing where they had the release deadline and they just didn't push it back and they just didn't you know they had to rush to finish the game um the, you know so that's what i that's just what i know from history because i know sonic 06 was a prime example of a game that you know i i, I know people that was involved in the project have said that yeah we just weren't going to meet deadlines so we just basically rushed to finish the game 
which yeah. obviously bit that game horribly in the ass, and now it's considered one of the worst games in gaming history. Yeah. So big, big yay for that. But I don't know we'll As, uh... we'll see what Sega does. You know, I'm a Sonic fanboy, so we'll see. Um, so remember that Crucible game that we've talked about, that Amazon game? Yeah, it's kind of dead. Yeah. Like, not only did, you know, a couple, like, months ago, they pulled it off Steam Store to put it back in, like, alpha or back in development. Like, they flat out, like, the team is being disbanded now. The team is going to other projects. Like, Crucible is full-blown dead. Like, I think it's, like, November 4th is, like, the last day the servers are going to be up, and it's done. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, happy birthday to you. perfect yeah i can't wait to have a game die on me yeah right (laughs) fucking so big rip to that amazon games first big big money project was a complete fucking flop and a failure hopefully new world will not be because i know you're excited for new world i'm excited for new world it looks pretty cool so at least they pushed it back that's a good sign right they pushed it back to next year i mean that's a plus which one uh new world uh amazon games you know mmo whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 So, I mean, them pushing it back is at least a good sign. Uh, but, I mean, Crucible flopping as hard as it did being their first big money project automatically makes me a little worried for New World next year. <laughs> so, well, hey, you know, it happens. We'll just see how it goes. The only person that I knew that actually played Crucible was, uh, was Zach. And uh, mm-hmm. he said it was okay. He said the map was a little on the big side, which made it kind of like less enjoyable and kind of boring, which that was the common feedback of the game is that the game was boring. Um, so eh, big flop to Crucible, you know, but it is what it is. I never got a chance to actually get around to playing it, but whatever. Um, so Sony offic- officially revealed this week, which uh, they probably should have done sooner considering Xbox did it like right off the get go is uh, Sony revealed that there is 99% of your PS4 games will be playable day one on the PS5. There's literally like 10 games that are not playable, and they even gave the list of the 10 that's not playable. I don't even know what, the, I don't even know what they are. I saw the list, and I'm like, I've never heard of any of these fucking games. Yeah, it's, it's Lego Minecraft Adventure 3. Yeah. Um, Dora's Barnyard Buddies for PlayStation 1. Mickey Mouse X Mortal Kombat. I can just imagine Mickey Mouse just grabbing fucking Scorpion's spine and just ripping it out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that that's the proper canon. <laughs> no. That's that's the way, that's what happens, man. Just, a, just imagine Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel and rip your spine out, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is, this is canon. It's in the lore. I don't... I don't think so. It's in the lore. It's in the Disney vault. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> Disney vault. Just like Super... Uh, no, that's Nintendo with Super Horneo Brothers. It's kind yeah. of the same thing. Disney just got locked in the vault. They don't want They don't want the world to know. Song of the South. They oh, don't, yo. They, that's, they want you to forget about that. That's true. That's true. That is locked in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's coming up on the 50th anniversary. We're going to re- re-release it? And they're like, no. Yeah, no. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well but yeah just goofy beating the shit out of mickey that sounds cool and ripping his I'd spine out crushing can, his skull can that come to, that come to ps5 because i'd like that i'd play that game <laughs> unfortunately it's only gonna be on ps4 oh darn yeah i know darn the console that you already have dang it i was gonna buy a 500 dollar <laughs> machine to play mickey's smackdown 3 are you talking shit on me 
What? Are you talking shit about the fact that I bought a five hundred dollar console to play the little big planet, whatever, the little no, the Sackboy? I bought the exactly. I bought the I bought the PS five only to play Sackboy's Big Adventure. That's the only game I care about. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but no, with them officially revealing that, uh, makes me feel good because I know one game that I really want to play in four K is Red Dead Redemption Two because I've only played it on the my regular PS four. Um. So it, you know, I, I'm really excited to play Red Dead on the PS5 uh, in, in in complete and utter uh, 4K because that is hey. something I really want to do. Now you can watch Arthur Mer- Morgan die slowly, but in 4K. I know, man. It's gonna make me cry even more. Um, jumping around here on the script, uh, which I'm also gonna come back to because this involves the PS5. Talking about Ghost of Tsushima, which I have started playing. I'm gonna give my thoughts on it here later on in the show. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is gonna be getting a PS5 release, not like a sequel, but the the same game with with a couple extra bonus content. Uh, this I think this was actually just I, I just came across this this morning. Um, when it comes to this PS5 release, whenever it ends up coming out, if you already have a save file to your account, you can pick it up where you left off on the PS5. Which when I first saw this news, my first thought was. Son of a bitch, I do not want to fucking redo what I've already fucking done. Because goddammit, the game is hard. Or I'm just a bad gamer. Or both. Probably bad gamer. Um, so I really, was as soon as I saw that, I'm like, fuck no. If, if, if I have to restart, I, I'm, I'm not playing it on the PS5. I'm just not. But thankfully, I can just pick up exactly where I left off, which is nice. So I just want everyone to be aware of that. Uh, here coming soon on for the PS4 version of Ghost of Tsushima, there will be a New Game Plus being added. Which New Game Plus, you know, sometimes is really good. In some, in some, sometimes it is. I know Fire Emblem Three Houses has probably the best New Game Plus out there, in my opinion. Uh, but there's also a new mode coming called Legends, which apparently Legends is a multiplayer mode coming to Ghost of Tsushima. So it's going to be pretty, you know, from what I understand, like some sort of co-op mode. You know, so I'm pretty interested to see how Legends is going to go. Uh, I don't think I have anyone to play with, but uh, Nick, buy the game and play with me. No, I can play with John. Never mind. Fuck you. I'll play with John. Um, wow. No, I mean, you should get the game. It is really fun. I mean, if you, you, like, you liked uh, Sekiro, you just didn't beat it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you would like Ghost of Tsushima. I don't. It's uh, from what I understand, it's not going to be as hard as that. So I think you'll be all right. Because that game was really hard, wasn't it? That game was hard as fuck. Yeah, like this game is pretty challenging at times. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've I've died a lot <laughs> at times, but I, I don't know from what I understand from the general public, it's not as challenging as that. But it, you know, it is it is got a challenge at least for me. Um, but I, I'll follow up on uh, my thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima towards the end of. The, into the script here when we uh, talk, uh right before we uh, hit in the uh, Patreon topic. Um, so Cyberpunk 2077 officially goes gold. So what go what going gold means in the gaming industry is that it's time to print the game onto the discs. Meaning there is not going to be another delay, meaning that crunch time that we reported last week, I guess it was a week of crunch is all they did. I don't know because you know they're the ones that came out and said that hey we're we're entering crunch time, everyone's going to be well paid whatever. Uh, so I, I guess they just needed one week of crunch. I don't I don't know. But either way, the games are officially being printed on the disc, which means, hey, we're good to go for that uh, November 19th release. I will be off that day, and I plan to stream the game at twitch.tv slash alexlight23, so that's cool. Uh, the map was also revealed. Looks massive. That's going to be pretty awesome to explore. I'm overall really, really excited to play this game. Uh, when it comes to the Xbox Series X, uh, some people that have managed to get their hands on it that claims there's a overheating problem or just a heat problem in general. I don't really 
consider this like top uh, top notch news. I just wanted to talk about it so people don't get the wrong impressions for anyone that wants the Xbox Series. I mean, it technology heats all the time. This is fucking normal, you know. In most cases, you know, Nick, your computer heating up as much as it does—that's not normal. But that's a different story. Um, but like a console just you know exerting heat that's that's a normal thing now i i will say some of the reports that i saw um said that you know in teardowns of the console after playing it uh like i think it was like the memory drive was like really hot where they could not hold it i did did come across that which that is a little concerning a little bit but i mean consoles they're gonna generate heat that's what they do um, I would say the most uh, concerning part when it comes to that Series X and the heating problem is that the vents up on the fucking top, and probably there's going to be a lot of dumbass people out there that's going to put shit on top of it. You know, you know that that's my only real concern when well, it comes see, to if that. It, if, it, if it gets hot enough, you can actually put a piece of toast, a cheese, and another piece of toast up there and make a grilled cheese. Yo, that's not a bad idea. There you go. Just just cook you a sandwich right up there on top of your Xbox Series X, man. That's actually not a bad yeah, idea. A, it's a it's a $400 grilled cheese maker. Fuck yeah, brother. Uh, I've already got mine on pre-order. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not Paul. Yo. So any word on your uh, PlayStation 5? Uh, it got delayed. I have not seen anything on delay. Uh, it has not been canceled either. As far as I know, I'm I'm still good to go for now. Uh, I, I pre-ordered through Walmart. I'm still good to go as of now. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm very excited. I got my vacation already lined up, good to go. I had to move my vacation around a little bit. Uh, I, I pr- from the looks of it, I probably won't be off on the day of the PS5 release, but I will be off pretty soon afterwards. Um, so, but as of now, I'm good, which is great because I've got to get my hands on Miles Morales as soon as possible. As soon as fucking possible. I need my hands on that game (laughs) on the PS5. I don't want to play it on PS4. Um, so also talking about Microsoft, GameStop and Microsoft recently announced a multi-year partnership, um, where they're going to be working together for the next few years. What this means is, well, this first off, this is good for GameStop because we've already kind of talked about how they've closed a lot of stores. Anyone that knows that you know knows about GameStop knows how much of a meme it is. But if anything, this is good news to maybe help GameStop stay alive longer. Uh, and it, honestly, it's going to make your experience in the store a lot better uh, because uh, Microsoft's going to be supplying them with new tech. They're going to be giving them tablets, new computers, new systems, everything in GameStop that they that the employees normally use. I mean, if anyone knows anything about like let's say pre-orders that shit fucking crashes uh i know when it came to the recent xbox when the recent ps5 pre-orders dropped again for gamestop not long ago like i know uh josh my co-host over animan plus tried to call gamestop and he said that the gamestop told him their systems were completely crashed they couldn't even get on it they couldn't do anything you know couldn't even check someone out in the store if they wanted to because of how much it crashed um (laughs) so microsoft and gamestop teaming up to you know microsoft basically just give them like hey take all this stuff you know i don't know all the full details of the partnership like what microsoft gets out of this deal i have no idea but uh you know other than just probably just a lot more promotion of their of their products and their xbox and whatever but either way it's it's a good thing for gamestop you know because even though gamestop is a ripoff I'd hate to see the company go because we just don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of stores like that anymore. So it's just nice to have something that is strictly dedicated to video games. Um, so boom, all right. Here's what their plan is: they're gonna pick up GameStop on the cheap, cheap dude, because you know it's fucking going under, and they're just gonna turn it into Xbox stores or Microsoft stores. 
done. Kind of like the uh, Apple stores out there. Yeah, except it just sells Xbox or uh, Microsoft shit, like computers and systems and games and that kind of shit. And um, and uh, Samsung phones. Next, the next thing they'll do is they'll partner up with. Uh, Samsung and the partner up with Blizzard and every phone that you buy from the store will automatically have Diablo Immortal installed to your phone. Whether you want it or not, and you can't get rid of it. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. You have to play it. The only way you can get rid of it is you have to play the game nine times. Beginning day. Yeah. Why nine? It was the first number that popped in my head, man. Oh. Well, let's just make it a clean ten. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. You got to play every class once, and then you have to do a Greater Rift 500. Yep. I don't even know if they have Greater Rifts. <laughs> I don't know either. And, there, know the and there's your Diablo Immortal joke for the week. And that's your 23rd Diablo Immortal joke. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the memes. Beans. <laughs> Beans. Um, so we had a random Nintendo Treehouse this week, which I just noticed in the script. I've had it as Treehouse. I had an extra E in there. Um, but yeah, we had a it's random house. It's a re, yeah, it's a, it's a rehouse. Re! Um, we had a random treehouse about Pikmin three deluxe and Hyrule warriors could give less than two shits about Pikmin did not even watch a single second of that. Only wow. I only watched the Hyrule warriors stuff. I'm so Man. ready. For, I'm, I'm ready for this fucking game, dude. Dude, I'm hyped for Pikmin three deluxe. No, you're not. Yeah. Hey, I'm Pikmin's a good game. I mean, it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you even have played it. I've played the original. That's it. I played the one on GameCube. But... I beat one, and I beat two, and I never got three. Well, here's your chance to get three. Just like, you know, uh, with importing everything over, this was your chance to get Captain Toad Treasure Tracker that you haven't beat yet. Okay, dude, we go over this all the time. That is a chill game. When was the last time you played it? Uh, When did I buy it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly well see i played it i beat about 30 percent of it and i was like i'm gonna come back to this i you know this is uh, an everyday thing ah uh, yes yes i i know that mindset i know that mindset very well pick up a, it's uh, that's me with like avengers right now where it's like this is fun i'll come back to this and then it's like ooh, go Tsushima. let's play that oh well we'll see i didn't say it was fun <laughs> oh well i guess that's the difference it's, it's just like a puzzle game, like a shitty puzzle game. And I'm like, all right, cool. One day, but, Toad will have like a full-blown adventure game, Nick. I wanted I wanted an RPG, like I, Breath I of the Wild style of Toad. I bet you did. Traveling through the Mushroom Kingdom. Just get uh, a modded version of Breath of the Wild where it's you can play as Toad and you're going through the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm sure there's a mod <sighs> for it, or you can hire someone to mod that for you. That's a lot of work. And, and probably a now. lot of money. Yeah, so Nintendo, I know you guys listen to us. Also Blizzard, you know, shout out to you guys. Yeah, I know they listen uh, as well. I see you on the downloads. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Dreamhaven, I need you guys to partner up with Nintendo. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys can make my Toad RPG. Make it a reality. Yeah, like the different Yoshis can be mounts, right? Mm-hmm. And you can have like archer archer toads, and I just want a toad with like an eye patch and like some scars. That's all I want. 
That's fair. Like, oh, at five o'clock shadow. Of course, you'd want that. Hell yeah. Kind of like your uh, samurai toad art you have hanging around your room. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. I did too until you said like <laughs> eye patch and stuff, and for some reason my mind went straight to the samurai toad. Didn't you get that in Orlando? Yes, I did. Okay. I got like a mod Ghost of Tsushima so that it's toad. I think yeah. I could do that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. You can start your modding career. Yeah, every mod I do is going to be toad. <laughs> Among toad. It's just all toads. Oh, yo, I'd play that. I'd play that. Let's go. It's just different colored toads. Dude, blue blue toad looking sus. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Among Us, man, shout out to that game being such a fucking, just a fun game to actually, like, get together and play with friends. Because, like, we have not, like, had a chance to, like, do any actual hangouts with our friends in, like, so long. So shout out to Among Us for, like, being able to get the, get the squad together. I'm sure everyone can relate to that right now. <laughs> I, I really want to know any information at, about Among Us too, because they've 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 talked about it and said that it's basically happening. I've seen, um, so I, I want to know anything and everything about it. I'm ready. Let's go. You know, you're not ready for hmm. Garfield Carts too. That's that's true. And you know what else I'm not ready for? Hmm. Thick Bonkus. Thick Bonkus. Yep. Fall Guys uh, Season 2 came out Thursday. Uh, I haven't got a full chance to sit down and really play it. I played a few rounds on, I think, Thursday night or Friday afternoon. I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Thursday night. I, I was I was real busy Thursday with recording and editing. Um, but uh, I can tell you up front, fuck Wall Guys. Did not enjoy that game. That's one of the new ones. Didn't enjoy that one. Is, is that the one where you had to push the blocks? Up yeah, push it? the blocks, and you have to basically grab every platform, which I guess I'm dumb when it comes to grabbing stuff because it's like i'll grab it and then i guess like i'll i'll let go of the button or something i'll just fall and i'm like god damn it come on oh no i haven't played that one i already played the uh the one that has like swinging axes i think that's the one that has thick bonkus on it i don't i don't think so i didn't see thick bonkus do you know what thick bonkus is no Thick bonk. Okay, does that map have like a giant like cylinder like pendulum swinging by with like spikes on it and stuff because, like, from what I understand, not pendulum. Uh, not pendulum. Um, uh, from what I understand, uh, thick bonkus is, is is not like uh, the other one where just big yeet is where it just randomly appears. Like this is actually just something that's part of the regular map, and they just named it just for memes. Okay, uh, I'm looking. Um, it, it's that map, but okay. But it wasn't on there. So if it wasn't on there, then it, I guess it's like Big E. It's where it randomly appears. I thought it was actually just... Re- I haven't played that one yet. I thought it was just part of the map, and they just named it just for memes. Wait, is it just like the roller piece part? Yeah, I think it's the roller oh, piece. well then yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's Thick Bonkus, apparently. They just named it for memes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is confirmed. Like, I saw like an in-game version of it, I thought, like in like source code, but I think there's a Sonic the Hedgehog skin, which is pretty cool. Uh, now I do know for a fact, there is a skin for the guy that runs the Twitter page, which I think is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Basically for this guy that runs the Twitter page, his name is Oliver age 24. I follow his, uh, his personal Twitter as well. Basically think of like a Jack black, but like longer hair, but like the same type of like thick beard. And that's basically 
that's basically the guy that runs the Twitter page for Fall Guys. So he's actually got a legit skin in the game. Like I have seen in-game pictures of the of the skin. I've only seen one picture of the Sonic skin. I, I don't know if that was just. It looked like it was in-game, but like you know, you had to like unlock it or something some way. I don't know about that one, but the Oliver the Oliver one, the Twitter guy, he does have a skin, which I think is fucking hysterical. And he apparently when he tweeted about it, he's like, I didn't even know they did this until the until the fucking season came out, guys. <laughs> oh wait, Oliver. Yeah. Oh, you can actually—that skin is in the shop right now. Oh yeah, yeah, that—that's the skin for the Twitter guy. <laughs> the beard and the pants. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh god damn it! Yeah, this game's a fucking legendary meme. Uh, yeah, but I, just, I just booted it up. It's in the shop right now for okay. coins. So gotcha. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to really uh, play it that much. I did notice how you got title cards now. So I got yeah. I, I bought one where it's like the, the tail chaser or something like that. <laughs> you would. Yeah, I, well, I had to. I had to, man. My my persona is that I'm the furry king, whatever, on the game. So, you know, I, but yeah, you can get different title cards. You have the different maps. There's like a gauntlet mode and a main show mode, which I'm not really sure the big difference between the two because I, I played the gauntlet originally thinking that well, maybe this is all the new stuff and I still was playing some older maps. So I don't. Maybe gauntlet, maybe gauntlet's just like all the ones where you have to run and go to the finish line because it's like I don't think there's team games in that one. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. That makes that would me, be my uh, guess. That'd be actually pretty dope, actually. <laughs> There's only a couple team games that I actually really enjoy. There's very few. <laughs> but either way, I'm excited to play some more Season 2 of Fall Guys. Uh, I've just been busy with Ghost of Shima and then Among Us here and there. But but lately, it's just been Ghost of Shima. Uh, so, looping back, because, you know, I, I got sidetracked because you were just like, you know, you're not ready for this, and it made me think of Thick Bonkers. Anyway, back to the Treehouse stuff. Hyrule Warriors, I'm so ready for this game. I will. The only thing that I'm going to really talk about you know, just kind of throw out there as a little quick tidbit is that apparently in this, um, tree house, they, there was confirmation that apparently link is from, uh, Hatino village, which is where you can buy the house in breath of the wild and build up. So kind of indicates that that house was like that plot or that house is actually originally links a hundred years ago, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool little tidbit. Uh, they did reveal, um, 100 year prior versions of, uh, two two more characters from the game. Uh, two like the scientist character, the little short midget girl at Hatino Village that works on your um, your tablet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone is fucking fangirling over her. Where it's just like, oh man, it's like Nintendo. Why did you do this to me? I'm gonna go beat my meat now. I've seen a oh, lot no. of tweets about that. I've seen a lot of tweets about that. Did they make the old lady hot? Yes. Oh no. Yeah, Impa's uh, older sister. Yeah. Or younger sister. I think it's older sister. I think it's older sister. Yeah. And then you get to see a younger version of like some like like the dude assistant of hers, whatever. But yeah, uh-huh. they they apparently made her hot and now everyone's just like, Well, I have to go beat my meat now. Thanks, Nintendo. I've seen a lot the of old, tweets about that. Honestly, the only logical thing to do at that point. I mean, right. I mean that's that's naturally the, your first instinct, in my opinion. Um, talking about Nintendo as well, I already kind of mentioned it like last episode. Uh, there is the Halloween update out for Animal Crossing right now. Nick, do you want to kind of like break that down a little bit? I've played a little bit of Animal Crossing, but not enough to really break this down because I haven't touched the game since basically, I think May, basically the release (laughs) month. Not the release month. It came out in March, right? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. yeah. My my bad. My bad. Mixed up the M months there, but I haven't played it in a fucking hot minute. So, you know, let's talk about the Halloween update. Like what's going on with that? So pretty much, you can grow pumpkins. I did right? see. I, I did see that in a video. 
And apparently there's like different colors, like orange, yellow, white. I saw the white one, one looked one. angry. <laughs> it looked angry. Yeah, I saw and that then, in the uh, video. <laughs> let's see. Uh, there's different face colorings you can use to make yourself look spoopy, including a green one, so you can be finally live out your dream of being Shrek. Oh, thank God. And be like, this is my swamp. Name, name your uh, city to this swamp. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, the pumpkins, I think, are used for like crafting or something. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, some of the Halloween items that you can get. And the different colored pumpkins give you different colored items, I think. Or something along those lines. I haven't actually played the update. I just kind of got the, the TLDR. Right. Um, <clears throat> there is candy that you can get. Like a, how it is in pretty much all the other Animal Crossings for Halloween. Where like a Jack comes or whatever. It's like this big gut, like, like an NPC with a pumpkin on his head. Mm-hmm. And you can... Uh, Give him, like, a, you know, he comes at the end of the month, I think, so on Halloween. So during the, the month, you build up candies, and you can, like, give them to your villagers. So I don't know if they're going to, like, have the villagers, you know, give you stuff for the candy or, like, what the deal is. Not 100% on that because, you know, that hasn't happened yet. So um, I think that's pretty much all of it. Um there's like pretty much a lot of the DIYs and stuff that you can make with the pumpkins. You can also like buy in the shop. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, you can make pumpkin patches. I think that's like a year-round thing. Not 100% on how this is the first time that I think they put like quote-unquote farming in Animal Crossing. So I'm not 100% on how that works. But I think that's pretty much it. It's just normal stuff. Are you going to be hopping on the game sometime this month to hit this stuff up? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I kind of haven't played it in a long time. I, put, I sank about 300 hours into it, and I'm like, eh, I'm done. Well, I <laughs> sank about 15, and that was about as far as I went. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I did about 15 hours, and uh, and then I think I played Fire Emblem for the 19th time. For the nineteenth time, yeah, because the Ash and Wolves came out. I think, yeah, that's what happened. Is Ash and Wolves came out, and I played through that, and then I played another Golden Deer playthrough with the Ash and Wolves. You know, so yeah, so Animal Crossing hit the uh, the back burner because I had to play Fire Emblem for the nineteenth time. Man, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. The so, whole... wait. What? So go, going, I meant to ask you this earlier. Going back to New Game Plus, that's just like where you can like start over, but with all the same shit, right? Yeah, you can make well. Yeah, you can basically start over with everything that you've already kind of got. Okay, yeah, because Persona has that as well. Oh, right. multiple okay. playthroughs of Persona, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and I know Anyways. Spider-Man has um, has a new game plus as well, where you can start from the end of the game with all your upgrades and still, which feels a little broken. I, I touched on it. I touched on the new game plus on the, hard, on the hardest difficulty that they added in the first DLC. And uh-huh. uh, even with, you know, it being on the hardest difficulty, me having like all of my upgrades and everything, all of my suits that I already had unlocked, it really did feel broken. It, it, it really did feel bro. I didn't feel like I was on the hardest difficulty, um, but eh, whatever. But like I said, Fire Emblem to me is probably one of the best new game pluses I've ever come across, in my opinion. You know, it, it, at least in my opinion, it, it doesn't feel too overly broken. I mean, you can make it broken. You can 100% make it broken, but that's the thing is that you can 
basically have the option. When it came to like Spider-Man, it didn't really feel like I had the option because I already had all my tech already unlocked and everything. You know, all my different web shooters and everything was already unlocked and good to go. Uh, Ooh, web shooters. Yeah, fire out them web bombs. Mm. Yeah, the electro mm. webs. Yeah. Squirt, squirt. Yeah, that's right. Squirty, squirt, squirt. God. Uh, but yeah, yeah, new game plus uh, coming to Ghost of Shima. You know, I don't know what all it's going to entail because I haven't even beat mine. Like, I'm still on the first part of the island. I mean, there's like two more parts that I have to go to. Uh, I think I've already dumped like 15 to 20 hours into it. I've really enjoyed this fucking game. Like, I've it's been a lot of fucking fun. I'm glad I finally picked it up. Um, you know, it, the one thing I really like about it, and I feel like you might, I feel like you might relate to this a little bit, is it 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 has a vibe kind of like the lord of the Rings shadow of war game you know where uh-huh. you know it, it's it, you know shadow of war was open world to a point you know it was open world but kind of closed into different sectors and everything you know um yeah. but this game is open completely open world but it has the same vibe as lord of the rings shadows of war where there's always something to do because with this game and the story how it's set up where you are in the middle of a war you're homeland the Tsushima island is being overrun by your by the enemy like your the main castle of the first island is taken over you know your your leader who is your uncle he is captive like you are in the middle of a fucking war okay like so if the game was just gonna like take an approach where a lot of open world games do where it's just like I need to go stop the bad guy, but look at that. I'm going to go and build up this shop and ignore the main story. I mean, that's all fine. I get that. That's part of like an open world game. But like, I like the vibe of we are in the middle of this fucking war and there's always something to do because of the war. Like you can just go around the map. You'll have, you know, like basically your people and their people fighting that you can, you know, jump into the fight with. Um, Uh there's, there's missions that constantly pop up to go recruit this person, go do this, go take over this camp. Kind of like, you know, you know, a lot of like other open world type games have like an Assassin's Creed deal or a Far Cry deal where it's like, go take over this camp, go take over the settlement where there's different territories like that have been taken over by the enemy that you have to go retake and, you know, go through all these, you know, there are some camps where you have to go through multiple steps to retake it, which is pretty cool, where it's like, kill the three leaders within this camp, open the gates for, you know, and then free the hostages. You have like five sets of hostages you have to free. Kill the main leader, uh, rescue the elders of the village. Like, it's like multi-step to recover, like, larger settlements, larger towns, basically. Um but overall, I mean, the combat is is pretty enjoyable. It's really it seems really diverse with the with the different stances you can unlock. I've only got the water and the, the stone stance right now. Uh, there's like a wind stance and there's another stance that I can unlock as well, which also all change based on the enemy you're fighting. So like the water stance, I think it's the I no, it's is it the stone stance? Either way, one of the stances that I have of the two is better for like shield opponents. So when I go to a shield okay. opponent, you know, switch over and I can f- help break their blocks a lot better. And that's another thing when it comes to the switching, it's very quick. Like it's just right trigger, X or circle. It's going to be the same thing with the other two. It's like square or triangle. So it's right, right trigger, hit one of those buttons real quick and you're immediately switched to the new stance like instantly, which is really cool. Uh, when you go up to a village, man, you can just fucking, you, you can, you can do it in a lot of different ways where you can just go in guns blazing and just say, fuck the world. You can go in and be sneaky and try to kill them that way. Or you can just like strut up your big dick up to the gate and be like, yo, get your bitch ass out here and fight me. Cause you can call a standoff where someone's going to come uh-huh. out and it's like an honor battle. And like, 
one thing I got to say about the standoff is I'm really fucking glad with the response system because I legitimately feel like I'm fucking late a lot. So when it comes to the standoff, you two meet up, you hold down triangle, you know, he's got your, you got your hand on your sword and the moment they attack, you let go of triangle and it's basically an insta kill, which is nice to immediately kill one person before everyone fucking swarms you. Cause like I said, this game is challenging. So I'm really glad at the response system for the fucking standoff because I would probably be dead a lot if it wasn't for the response system because I feel well, like I'm late a lot. lot. More. Yes, a lot more. But I mean, it, there's dude, there's just so many different things you can do. You know, the upgrade system for all your other stuff. You know, you can get you know kunais upgrade how many kunais you throw, which the kunais have come in fucking clutch. You can get kunai uh, with chain. Yeah, the kunai with chain featuring Joey Wheeler. Um, you know, you can get smoke bombs, um, lots of other different items. I just got my bow, which is pretty clutch. Now it makes sneaking around a lot easier because I can kill enemies from range now, which makes it really fucking nice. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm really enjoying this game. It's really dope. The only I do have one complaint. I wish I had a fucking mini map. God damn it, give me a mini map. That is a mini map. No, there's no mini map. I Oof. do not. I do not like that. Okay, so the way that you are directed to go around the map is you follow the wind. So if you just swipe up on your on the touchpad, you know, um, it'll tell uh -huh. you where you need. It'll tell you your mission you have highlighted. It'll tell you how far away you are, uh, in in just numbers, and then the wind will be pointing you. You know, and thankfully the wind is pretty visible. You can see the wind pretty well, but there is no mini map to like you know actually show you kind of where you're going, which is kind of annoying. I wish there was a mini map. Like, come on, like you could have given us a fucking mini map. That's probably my only complaint as of now. I mean, I'm still on the first island. I'm only about like 15 hours in, just kind of dicking off. I'm just, you know, when it comes to these type of games, I'm a little bit of a completionist where it's like I want to retake you know every single settlement. I want to retake every town. You know, that's how I play like Far Cry and stuff. Is that every single thing that's the enemies on the map? I want to fucking take over. So I've kind of not done the main story a lot. Like I've kind of dipped back in where it's like, all right, let's finally play the fucking story now. I've just been going around fucking taking shit back, but it's a really fun game. Really enjoying it. Nick, you should check it out if it goes on sale. Hundred percent. It's a lot of fun. You should get it for me. If I get it for you, will you actually play it? Is on is on PC too. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think it's I think it's just a PS4 only. Damn, I didn't know if it was on Steam or not. I don't think so. I think it's just play. It should just be PS4 only. Oh, okay, then maybe. Well, if it's on sale on Black Friday, I might buy it for you. Oh yay! Now, if you want it for your birthday, I'll buy it for you. I mean, I'll buy you almost anything you want for your birthday coming up. All right, I want a horse. I mean, I can arrange that. But I'm not really a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a broom. broom. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I am. I am shocked, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, out of all the old Family Guy episodes, that's one of the only scenes that still really sticks out in my head for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not really a woman. I'm a horse. And I'm not really a horse. I'm a broom. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Mari. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Nick, I might buy it for you. If you want it for your birthday, I'll buy it for you. But I mean, you still haven't even told me what you want for your birthday. So. Dude, sweet release. I mean, I can arrange that if you really want me to. I know a guy. His name's Diaz. Thank God. <laughs> I, can, I can set it up. 
All right, so let's jump over to the uh, Patreon topic, because uh, once we finish up with this, this is the last game-related thing on the script here for today, unless I'm missing something. doesn't look like I am, so good job to, the, good job to me on that one for not missing anything today. Uh, so after you this... Us? I know. Jeez. Us. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Um, after that, we do have some movie TV stuff to talk about. Uh, a couple little quick hits, and then we're going to follow up on talk about some more... Um, MCU stuff with Spider-Man. We already kind of talked about Jamie Foxx and Electro and what to kind of expect from that. We got some more stuff to talk about involving Spider-Man 3, which is pretty exciting stuff. But uh, let's 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 hit this Patreon topic. Patreon topic for the month. Uh, Jared being a Tier 4 patron, he does get to request a topic, which he requested for Lighthearted for me and Nick um, to talk about a new MMO coming out called Ashes of Creation. If you have not heard about this game, I will be linking a video down in the description that he sent to me, which gives you a full breakdown of pretty much everything to expect from this game. I will warn people about this video. This guy is pretty hard on his S's. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you on that. Uh, he, I, he may need a pop filter or a new pop filter. I don't know. About, after about seven minutes, my, my ears started to hurt a little bit from just how hard he is on the S. Um, but either way, it's a very good video, very informative. It will be down in the description below. So Nick, you're a big MMO player, a lot bigger than me. You spent, you've dumped a lot of hours into WoW. You've always been kind of interested in about exploring some other MMOs. What, what, what are your, what are your immediate thoughts about Ashes creation? Okay. Well, first of all, I've not dumped hours into WoW. Okay. I've dumped years. There's difference. Uh, okay. My bad. You're right. That was insulting of me. I apologize. As someone who's been playing the game since off and on since 2005, here we are, 2020, and I literally was just playing it earlier. That's true. Uh, that looks really interesting. Actually, it looks a, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air in, in a stale genre. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right merch coming soon. <laughs> I, I, I got to bring it in somewhere. Yo, shout out to the merch store. Me and Nick, we're actually building up a merch list. And we're, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this going. Just wait. It's coming. Uh, em- Emily had one for me yesterday. Uh, I think she wants us to make a, a shirt that says Seems Sus. Oh, easy peasy. Done. All right. No, oh no, I remember what it is. It was Soul Read. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean done. I don't mind. Like, yo, I'm gonna war- I'm gonna tell everyone up front when we drop our merch store, which I'm gonna also say could be coming in 2021. I'm getting stuff set up right now. When we drop our merch store, it's gonna be fucking legit. There's gonna be a lot of good memes in there. There's gonna be a lot of good shit. So make sure to make sure to stay tuned yeah. for that. Do Do you want the can of beans shirt? It just is. <laughs> It's just a bathtub of beans. Basically. But anyway, cool. uh, Ashes of Creation, though. Yeah. That looks good. What looks interesting. What were some what? things about it that uh, really stuck out to you? Because I know one thing that really stuck out to me was um, how the different nodes are set up. So basically the nodes, from what I understand from the video, is it's like the different servers, more or less. Um, what re- It really stuck out to me when it comes to, like, you know, quote unquote, conquering a node, whatever race conquers that node, that node will begin to take, you know, cosmetic shape based around that race that put the most points into it. I thought that was really fucking cool because it, you know, it's like you talked about in the video, it really does make every, every single server different. Everything's going to be different in some capacity. The server is going to be different regardless of whether, you know, the aesthetics or not, just because, 
depending on what nodes you take depends on what you get. So, yep. uh, you know, you could take one node in this one area and another server could, you know, could take another node in a different area. Yeah, and yeah. then you guys are both locked out. So it provides different content. So, because, you know, it said there was like 106 nodes or something. So I was sitting there, I'm like, what happens when, you know, you get all 106 nodes? Are you just, are you just done? And then it's like, well, it's never going to happen because once you unlock one node in that area, it locks all the other nodes out for that area. So in order to do that, you're going to have to uh, retake the node or whatever, or have someone take it, and then you guys have to take a different one or whatever. Yeah, basically kind of like reset kind of what, what, what you've done more or less is kind of what I gathered from it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. which to my knowledge hasn't been done before, and that sounds like a really good idea. But a lot of this, a lot of the game, a lot of the game is going to be really good as long as there's going to be players. Because if there's not players for it, it's going to suck ass. Like, there's a oh, yeah. 250 versus 250 battle. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this game does not have people on it, I mean, this game's going to be fucking garbage. But, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I really, I genuinely believe there's going to be people on this game. Like, I think, at least at the start, at least at the start. So, it's going to be really heavily dependent on the long term content for this if it's going to survive enough for players to stay on it. I mean, this game is going to get hit with the Fall Guys syndrome, the, the Tim Tim syndrome, and other games that have come out recently where it's like super fucking hot right when it drops, but will they be able to continue to entertain people enough for people to stay on the game? So you're 100% right on that. Like, if there's not people, it's going to be garbage. You know, I know another thing that caught my eye that I thought was pretty cool is how the towns was set up. I thought the towns was set up really, really cool, man. I really liked the mayor system. I liked how, like, the mayor, it could, you know, there's multiple ways to do you know, to, to, to decide the mayor, rather it, well, just it depends on what the town is or whatever. Yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. It does depend on that. But like, it's like there's, there's like one where if it's like a combat based yep. thing where you can challenge another player or something. Uh, there's one where it's like whoever has the most like, uh, node quests done mm -hmm. or something like that. There's also then, just like a voting one you could do. Yeah, there's a voting one. Mm -hmm. That's the science one, which I thought was weird. It's just a popularity contest. I'm like, shouldn't it be like the smartest one? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And I know when and it then, came to all like the, the, the town stuff as well, one thing that was was kind of nice and, you know, and, you know, again, like you said, kind of gives like a breath, a breath of fresh air to the stale genres that when it comes to your own statistics, you know, you can choose to basically like max out one and still be proficient in others. But, you know, it, you know, you're, you're going to have like your specialty basically, and it's going to kind of create identity. You know, it's not where everyone is just maxed out in this, where literally everyone can do everything, but there's going to be like certain people, you know, that are going to be able to do this, certain people that's going to be able to do this better than others and really be able to create identity within these villages and towns, which I thought was a really cool concept, honestly, where you can't just like full blown just max out everything where everyone is maxed out to do this but you know there's people that's only maxed out to this only maxed out to that but are still proficient in others i thought that was really cool yeah which so back to like the player thing though uh you know there hasn't really been an mmo really that has been successful since pretty much world of warcraft i mean you every now and then you have like uh you have uh, what the hell is it? 
Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have you had Star Wars The Old Republic for a little while, but that kind of just died off. I actually don't even know if that still has servers or not. It probably does. I don't know. But so there's pretty much a whole generation that hasn't grown up with like a decent MMO. So I don't know how it's going to translate to like, I don't know, like kids, you know, like, Mm -hmm. are they going to want to play an MMO or like, are they just going to want to play like Fortnite battle arenas and stuff (laughs) like what they've grown up on? Yeah. That's that's but actually I, a really fair point. Today's generation plays nothing but like battle battle arenas. You're right, hundred percent. BRs, battle royals, whatever. But I don't know. It, it'll be. We'll see how long the game has. Uh, well, you also have streamers and stuff too. So I, if the kids watch, you know, fucking Tim the Tatman, and he's playing Ashes of Creation, and they're like, "Oh my god, mom, I need to buy this game. Can I use your credit card?" Yeah, same thing with like you know like uh, Ninja for example. I know I've seen Ninja on WoW before. You know, so if Ninja hops on this game, automatic, you know, a lot of people are going to be behind that. Tim the Tatman being one, um, you know, there's lots of big streamers out there where if they just hop on this game, it's going to really bring some relevance to it for sure, which I, I think will happen. You know, I, I, like I said, this is a game where looking at it, I definitely think it's going to be one of those games that's going to have like a, it's going to have a hot start right when it drops. But uh-huh. how much can it follow up on that hot start? Num- and servers. Let's talk about servers. Are they going, like, is the server going to be dog shit when it comes out? I mean, we know how this shit goes, dude. And, you know, in, in terms of well, MMO stuff, you know better than I do. It just depends on what they expect. That's the problem. Because <laughs> like, if they don't expect a lot of people to play the game, then the servers will be ass cheap, like they were when Blizzard or when uh, Warcraft came out. Like, servers crashed literally the day of because it was so popular. Like right off the right out of the get go, they didn't ex- anticipate their all their stock to sell out in one day and you know their servers were ass cheap which is when they were a small indie company they still are (laughs) (laughs) i mean even now they still have you know launch days like uh most recently when they launched classic wow and the servers were complete and utter ass because uh here's wall guys uh but are you playing fall guys right now Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, the servers are classic. We're complete ass the first day, like, where it was hours and hours and hours before people could even log on. So it was, it was pretty rough. Right. Yeah, uh, when it comes to Ash's creation, man, um, just however much they're going to expect, um, if this game starts to gain some, 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 some traction in terms of, like, social media and stuff, whatever they're going to expect, they need to like fucking quadruple it, you know, cause this is going to be one of those games that, I mean, I, just based on how we see games go, man, you know, new games that are going to be like online, like Tim, like the Tim, Tim, for example, fall guys is another example. Um, you know, and then just other stuff like when, you know, anything with blizzard, like you talked about now, blizzard still deals with a lot of server issues, Whatever they're expecting, they need to like quadruple it, you know, because this game's gonna, this game's gonna drop, and I, the servers are going to be fucking ass cheeks. I guarantee it. I will be shocked if the servers are not fucking garbage when this game drops. Uh, like I said, it'll get. It'll, I feel like this game's gonna have a lot of fucking steam right when it comes out. But they, how are they gonna follow up on it? There's a lot to this game that it has to offer. You know, for me, I've never really been in. You know, I've I've always I've always liked that mindset of an MMO. I've always wanted to really get into MMOs, but I've never, I've never have. 
I've never really gotten to an MMO, and I want to. And looking at this game for me could mm-hmm. could be my first MMO that I could really get into potentially. It looks really cool. It looks like, you know, it really does have a lot to offer for any sort of player. And that's the one thing that's, you know, kind of enticing for me. I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of shit to do. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, when in the video he's talking about how there's like the caravan escort PvP missions and stuff. Yeah. And how like he's like, yeah, there could be just, you know, guilds of mercenaries that, you know, players make a whole guild based around being a mercenary and running around and, you know, stealing shit. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, and then also and, the bounty hunting system as well. Yeah. To hunt other players down, you know, which is kind of like in tie into what you're talking about. Because, you know, that, you know, the one thing about this game as well is that the whole thing is like a PvP type environment, which could scare off PvE players, kind of like Andy. I know Andy's a big PvE guy. Um, but when it comes to this, apparently they have it set up in a three in a you know in a three way system where it's like a combatant, non combatant, and then corrupted. And basically, if you kill someone that's like a not you know classifies like a non combatant, you become corrupted. And which you know mm-hmm. in that case, if you're the one that dies as a non combatant, whatever, you your your gear doesn't get dropped, or you know you don't lose any of your gear. So you do die, sucks, but you know you die to a player being a dick basically. And that now yeah. dick player who's a corrupted. You know, if he dies, he could drop his stuff for other players to pick up, and there's going to be missions where bounty hunters can go hunt other corrupted players, which I thought was pretty cool. It reminds me yeah. of, of me and you on Red Dead Online, <laughs> 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 where we just went around and just killing everything. It just shot people. Yeah, my favorite one was that one random guy in the barn, and we went over there and we fucking killed him. And as soon as he like came back, I just hear him say, man, fuck you, dude. I'm just trying to learn how to play this fucking game, and you just come over here and fucking kill me, you piece of shit. Uh, when I killed him in the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just walked in there. I was like, fuck you looking at, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do like that system set up because, like, I'm all down for some PvP stuff. But, like, if I just randomly die to some asshole when I'm trying to do whatever, which I guess I can't really talk because I was that asshole in Red Dead Online, but there's no consequences. Uh then, you know, I, I would be pretty pissed if my shit would get dropped. So I'm glad they have it set up in that capacity for those dickhole players. And honestly, with the way they have it set up, it, it makes me not want to be a dickhole player because I don't want to lose my shit. See, in Red Dead Online, like at least when we played it then, I don't know how it is now, there was really no consequence for it. You can kill other players and whatever, you kill other players, you know? So what, what I'm hearing you say is you don't want to be in a guild with me where we go around and steal shit and kill people. I'll do it on a side account. Oh my god, don't be a puss. <laughs> I don't want to lose my shit, Nick. That's part of the game. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll do that with you, hundred percent. I mean, I, I well, big, here, big, big reward. Here's man. The, here's the thing. Like, I don't know how they're gonna have it set up in terms of accounts and and profiles and everything. But I mean, I fully plan to have if 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 I'm assuming it's gonna be like kind of like WoW, for example, where you can have multiple characters. I'm gonna hundred percent have a corrupted character because that sounds fun. That does sound fun, but I'm also gonna have an account where I'm not that, so I don't lose my shit. I want to do both. So you're gonna be a, a puss. Oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna be Paragon and Renegade. Okay. No, you gotta pick one. Renegade chef always. Renegade for life. Objection. Um, but as a whole, though, I think this game really does have a lot of promise. Uh, I'm really, I'm really happy with the Patreon uh, topic this week from Jared on that uh, because he's I, he's mentioned this before. But I've never bothered to actually look into it when he's mentioned it. It's just like, okay, cool, whatever, an MMO that he's really excited for. You know, it's kind of like a, it's one of those things, kind of like MOBA games, where it's like, cool, a MOBA that you're excited for, whatever. I've seen so many fucking come up and die, I really don't care, you know. 
it's kind of two. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with this. It's like, oh, cool, an MMO, whatever. It'll probably die, like all of them do, basically. But after, I'm I'm glad this was actually the topic for the month because this was actually it, it was nice to look into. Does it have a, a release date? I don't think now? so. But if I had to guess, okay. like next year or 2022, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't see. Depending on how Shadowlands goes, I'm sure a lot of people will quit and play that. That that's true. That's true. No, I don't think there's I don't think there's a release date on it. But I mean, I think this game as a as a non vet of the MMO genre, someone looking from the outside in, I think I want to believe this game has a lot of promise. I really I, I really do. And one thing that I think is a really good thing about the game is how the devs are very very in tune with the people that are trying it and playing it. They're uh, throughout basically all of the Ashes of Creation wiki, from what I'm understanding, is all stuff that um is basically the devs asking players that's played the alpha and whatever like hey what do you think of this what do you think of this what needs to be changed what 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 could be different so them yeah. being very in tune with the audience is i think a very good thing but nick as someone who's played mmos for 15 years sorry i'm not going to say hours you've dumped years into this how much yes. potential do you think this game has got in your opinion like i said as long as it can maintain a decent player base i think it'll be fine so it'll be probably really it'll probably be at its best the first couple of months, and then after that, we'll have to see. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, I mean, it's got a good concept. Yeah, it does. It does. A lot a lot of uh, MMO elements that are missing from, you know, even WoW, mm-hmm. that they didn't, you know, because believe it or not, Warcraft is considered the easiest, like, well, easiest, easier uh, MOBA, or not MOBA, MMO. Uh, yeah, MMO. Gotcha. Because, like, back in the day, if you were to die in, like, EverQuest or Guild Wars or something like that, uh, you would lose experience, you would lose levels, you'd lose all your gear. You'd pretty much, if you died, you got fucked. Mm-hmm. So anytime you die, you get fucked. And Blizzard's like, oh, we don't want to do that. We want to have a casual game. So WoW Classic is actually the casual game. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it looks fun. I saw the combat looks interesting. I liked how it was third person. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll see how Shadowlands goes. That that's true. Uh, whenever that comes out, it'll probably be out in December. Fingers Late crossed. November, early December. Fingers crossed. Nah, nah. I mean, that's pretty much what I've picked up. Oh, okay. Okay. It's gonna be late just or late November, early December, I think. Hmm. Because there's no way that they have us pre-patched for three months. <laughs> fair, fair. Well, when it comes to Ash Creation, we will be following up on this game. It's something that is now officially on my radar. Uh, like yeah. I said, I'm going to have the video down below. Feel free to check it out. It's about, like, what, 20 to 30 minutes or so? Um, very it's like 25 minutes or something. Yeah, it's very, very detailed. It breaks down everything that you need to know. Like I, like I said, though, earlier, be warned, he is pretty hard on his S's. Uh, yeah, go ahead and check out, uh, you know, lighthearted episode 63, which <laughs> will feature this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Episode 63 of lighthearted. Now, see now, now I've got to do that. I need to remember this now. <laughs> yeah. What if it actually is 63? I'll, I'll laugh. Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll say it right here on recording. If it comes episode 63 and Ash creations out, I will give you a hundred dollars. Okay, cool. I, I've got it here on recording. Everyone heard it. I've also got on recording that if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go like 
a certain record that Brady predicted on Gridiron Mania that I would buy him a steak dinner. That's also on record, but I don't remember. I'd have to go. I gotta go follow up on that and see what the record was because I think they're already gonna think. I think they're already gonna pass that, so I don't owe Brady a steak dinner. But I'll have to follow up on that. Um, so jumping over to the movie TV stuff, I got some quick hits, and uh, then we're gonna talk about some Spoodermans. Uh, quick hits: uh, The Batman, uh, starring Robert Pattinson, is delayed to 2022, which, from what I understand, is because apparently he's being difficult. I've kind of I've I've seen rumors about that where it's like apparently he's being difficult about wanting to like get into a certain shape that they're asking for that he doesn't want to. Um, that's just some rumors that I saw, so I, I I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Green Lantern series coming to HBO Max. It will not be starring Ryan Reynolds though. Um, Matrix Four is pushed up to 2021. Kind of feels like a little late on that one, just like we kind of talked about earlier. Uh, and a new Resident Evil movie, which is going to be more based on the games. Uh, the cast has been revealed. The only one that I, the only one that I recognize, which I just want to point out because it's kind of cool, just because it's kind of it, it's it's cool to see, you know, these actors from like these teen shows and stuff actually do something else outside of those shows. But I can't remember the actor's name. But the guy who plays Beck off Victorious is going to be playing Leon Kennedy, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, because you hey. don't you don't usually see those actors from those like Nick Nick shows or whatever. You know, actually go on to do something most of the time. Gibby, yeah, Gibber. <laughs> but yeah, Beck from Victorious is going to be Leon Kennedy, which that's obviously a pretty major role there. Um, so congrats to him. That's pretty cool. You know, you don't like I said, you don't usually see that from uh, from actors from those shows. You know, they usually don't rise to huge stardom outside of what they did then. You know, there's you know, a couple cases mm-hmm. here and there, but that's it. Um, so now let's talk about some Spider-Man stuff. So Doctor Strange is officially confirmed for Spider-Man 3. He's going to be kind of taking the place of that mentor-esque character since Tony is gone, which, you know, Spider-Man doesn't really need it. You know, he, he did very, very well in Far From Home, you know, being by himself with no, with no Tony. But Doctor Strange coming in really makes a lot of sense in terms of a couple of different things. Number one, well, obviously with how the movie Far From Home ended with Peter's identity being revealed to the world, he's going to need some help. Uh, Doctor Strange and Peter kind of built a little bit of a friendship in, in Infinity War, so it you know, makes sense in that capacity. Uh, I know uh, I know the actual actors, Tom and uh, Benedict, are probably really excited to work together. I know all of their press conferences together for in-game Infinity War is hysterical. It's like, you know, they, they, they are phenomenal together in that capacity, so I can't wait to see their two characters star in a movie together. But, uh, you know, the fun fact is about this, whenever I was gearing up and writing the script all week, whatever stuff came out, uh, I actually put the rumor that I'm about to talk about first and then Dr. Strange came out. And as soon as I saw the Dr. Strange thing officially, I'm like, okay, that rumor to me seems very fucking legit. But the rumor that I've seen a lot of reports on is that a live action Spidey verse is in fact, 100% in development. In fact, the, some of the reports that I've seen is that Toby and Andrew have already agreed to deals to be in the movie. And now it's just a wait game for whenever they'll officially reveal and announce it. Oh, perfect. So, Doctor Strange being involved with Spider-Man Three makes a lot of sense in a different and a lot of different ways. Especially, I want to say here on Lighthearted, however many episodes ago, uh, we did talk about that Tobey Maguire was apparently rumored to be in Doctor Strange Two as Spider-Man for a brief little cameo, you know, because you know it is the multiverse of madness, multiverse thing here. So that further just tells me that hey, this is actually happening. We've dreamed about this. This is going down. Um, 
you know, so I'm, I'm excited to see w- what the plot of Spider-Man three is going to entail. You know, I, I still don't think Electro is going to be the main villain. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a couple of villains. Like I said, Sinister Six, we talked about last episode, you know, Gilbert Godfrey is Green Goblin. It's going down. We called it. Perfect. Um, you know, already, already, Spider-Man. already a great movie. Um, you know, so Doctor Strange being involved really sets up a lot of multiverse stuff uh, where we're going to get to see possibly that live action you know, spot you know, Spider Verse movie. But the one thing to keep in mind about the live action Spider Verse movie is that would be more than likely, and depending on what they have set up, you know, if they, who knows what they've got going on behind closed doors, that would probably just be a Sony only project. I can't see Disney being involved with that. And the reason I want to point that out is because when it comes to Tom Holland and this Spider Man, the Disney Sony deal, if I remember correctly, the deal that they you know got hammered out is to finish the, the, the trilogy they're working on, so Spider-Man 3, and one more Disney crossover with Spider-Man. So as of right now, unless the deal changes, because it can change, obviously we saw it change go from, oh, Sony's pulling out to Sony's back in thing. We already saw, we already went through that big debacle. Uh, <laughs> so it could change, but as of now, you're only going to see Tom Holland as Peter Parker in one more Disney movie that is going to be a, a crossover and this is you know so we're only going to see one more of him in a crossover movie i don't we don't know which one i'm assuming like a new avengers movie or something like that uh but one thing that i've seen people speculate on is that with dr strange being involved with spider-man 3 um the spider-verse movie which will probably if i had to guess be a sony only project which will not mess with the disney deal at all um i think dr strange and the multiverse stuff could possibly set up the Sony and Disney deal to officially be over where Spider-Man is now in another, you know, dimension, whatever, another, another, a multiverse basically where after whatever crossover movie that Disney has planned with Spider-Man, thanks to the, all the multiverse stuff, Tom Holland, Peter Parker is taken out of the multiverse that we know that has had the Uh, Avengers and everything. That's something that people have speculated on. It's possible. You know, I could see that being Sony and Disney's out. Of saying, okay, we've had our fun. It was some good sex, but sorry, Disney. We're going to move on. We're going to do our own thing. <laughs> Later, nerds. Yeah, so that, that's just thoughts to keep in mind uh, about what's going to happen there. Um, I'm excited for Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 2. Nick, are you excited for that at all? You know, are, are you? Does that excite you? In, what, what about the live-action Spider-Verse? Does that, how much does that excite you? Does it excite you at all? Uh, it'd be interesting. I hope they make a the uh, Tobey Maguire black Spider-Man suit meme. <laughs> Hopefully it's referenced in the movie, just like it was referenced I, in the fucking animated one. I, I think, yeah, I think they will. I think they know it's a fucking meme. Oh, so. um, um, Sam Raimi, director of the original trilogy, the guy that's directing uh-huh. um, Doctor Strange 2, apparently he is rumored to be the director of the live-action Spider-Verse, which makes a lot more sense because he's directing Doctor Strange 2, and now that I just remembered that, now I'm thinking that Spider-Verse, live-action Spider-Verse could be a Disney project as well. I don't know, that's just more thoughts rolling through my head now, but I did see those reports that Sam Raimi is apparently going to be the director of live-action Spider-Verse. Coming to a theater near you in 2025. Shout-out to uh, uh, which which theater brand was it? Um, Regal, I think. I thought it was Regal. I thought it was, did Regal get shut down or is it AMC? One of them shut all their doors again. I can't uh, remember which one. I don't know. It's, I think it's, I don't know. It's one of the two. Well, Cinemark's still going strong for the moment. 
Yeah, which I don't know how the fuck Tinseltown's still, you know, alive. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I, I saw it the other day when I was at Walmart. I peeked over there. I'm like, how the fuck are you still a building? Right. No, live action Spider Verse man is gonna be super dope. Um, because like I'm a big Andrew Garfield fan. I loved his Spider Man. I still love his Spider Man. So it's gonna be nice to see him come back and in in for him especially get I guess some more closure on the character with how his abruptly ended. Um, you know, Tobey Maguire. You know, even though there was a Spider Man four like in development, uh, it never really got very far. So Tobey Maguire kind of had his closure with having the trilogy. So Andrew Garfield, man, he really got shafted. So it's gonna be nice to see him suit it back up. Because I mean, this is his trilogy. Yeah, ba- this is his trilogy. Because you know the thing is, when it comes to Andrew Garfield, you know. Um, so I saw I saw a tweet about this recently, and you know, talking about the three actors and and their versions of the characters. And me and Jared talked about this as well. Um, Tom Holland is the perfect mix. Okay, he's the perfect mix of Peter and Spider Man, right? And that's what makes him such a great version of Spider Man that we've all come to really love. I know Jared said it's his favorite. Um, but when when we're talking about Peter and Spider Man as two different characters and how their characters are portrayed. Toby and Andrew do it really well in two different ways. Because in my opinion, talking about strictly the man behind the mask, Spider-Man, talking about Spider-Man and how Spider-Man is portrayed in comics, Andrew Garfield's the best. I'll go ahead and say it up front. He is the best because Spider-Man is like really cocky, a lot of quick remarks, a lot of jokes, really stabs at you left and right. I don't, with how it was portrayed in both Amazing 1 and Amazing 2, you know, just random little, those quick jabs throughout the entire movie as Spider-Man, I don't think anyone can argue that he did an, well, you know, an amazing job at Spider-Man because that's what Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is, is he throws out all those jokes. Like, you know, when, like for an example, uh, the the, the electro fight where Electro's like, they will see me as a god and his immediate response is a god named, you know, Sparkles. You know, just those quick jokes throughout the whole thing. At the beginning of Amazing Spider-Man 2 when it came to Rhino, he's literally whistling his own theme song as he whips down Rhino's pants where he's in his boxers and, you know, throws his gun up in the air where it hits him on the head. Just all that little stuff, those little snippet remarks and stuff. He did a great job as Spider-Man. Toby did a great job as Peter Parker, where he's got really delivers the nerd aspect. That's Peter Parker. Tom does well at both. He's a firm mix of both. I saw it in like a Twitter thread where it's like, you know, Tobey Maguire, 80% Peter, 20% Spider-Man. You know, Andrew Garfield, 80% Spider-Man, 20% Peter, Tom Holland, 50-50. You know, and I, I can agree to that. You know, Andrew Garfield is a phenomenal Spider-Man because he does well at what Spider-Man is known for. The quick little snarky remarks, making fun of his villains, get kind of messing with them and stuff. You know, while Toby's just a really good nerd. He portrayed a good mm-hmm. nerd. <laughs> uh, Tom does well at both, in my opinion. So it's going to be really awesome to see all three of them uh, on screen. And then, then they inject Miles Morales in there and then they're like, all right, here you go. Hey, man, Miles is in the universe. It's already been set up in Homecoming. Well, there you go. Yeah, Miles is in the MCU. It's already it's it, it was confirmed at Homecoming with um um God, I can't remember the character's name, and I can't I'm drawing a blank on the actor name as well. Um, Peter Porker. No, uh, I, I, I childish um uh, Gambino, whatever his name is. Uh, what what's his real name? I don't know. Oh well, whoever <laughs> whoever whoever that is, I'm drawing a blank on his name. And I'm drawing a blank on the on the character, but it's uh, Miles' uncle. Uh, he was in Homecoming, 
and uh, he made a reference to his nephew lives around here or whatever. So Miles is in the universe, man. It's a thing. It'll be a thing one day. Just watch. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, Can't wait. I think that's going to be the show, though. Uh, yeah. No, no. One more thing. Oh, one more thing. What you got? What you got? What you we, got? We have, we, have a, we have a breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Oh, I don't know what this is. What is it? Uh, Code Lyoko is on Netflix. Ooh. Hey, what's up? Hey, Code Lyoko is a good show. Yeah, that's it. That's the breaking news. Hey, Code Lyoko is a, a good fucking show, bro. It's got a bop of an intro. I do like bops. I'm a bop you. No, you're not. So besides <laughs> the breaking news, do you have any uh, closing statements to polish off the show? Uh, hold on. Hold on. He's playing Fall Guys. No, no, I was pulling up the script again. I had it. I was in another Discord looking around, and I was going to see if there was anything I wanted to talk about again. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sonic. What the hell was it? Sonic Adventure 2? Is that like a side-scrolling one, right? Huh? Sonic Adventure, right? Is that the side-scrolling one? No, they're not side-scroll. Okay, well, one of the Sonic games was uh, it was like Sonic whatever 2 was free on Steam. I don't know. Uh, I can pull it up and look, but no, Sonic Adventure uh, 1 and 2 is not side-scroll. Uh, oh, Wall Guys is an ass game, dude. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Fuck that game. I, I played it two times, and I, I got I got to the finish line the second time, but the first time I was like, what the fuck? See, I got to the finish, but man, did I have a hard time doing it because everyone else had a hard time too, so that's how I was able to finally get to the finish line. Uh, I just let them all push me. See, and that was the other downside of that game is, dude, I got to the finish line and I qualified, and I'm, I literally waited about five minutes for the remaining to qualify. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I think that's it. Boom. No closing statements? Oh. Yeah, check out the plugs. You know, follow me on Twitch. We do streams. Follow me on YouTube. We do videos. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on twitter i make a post every now and then you can see me yell at co- companies like i'll get drunk and just tweet it and then uh, pokemon or i'll tweet at fall guys or you know whatever it's entertaining for me at least but yeah check those plugs out down below be sure to check out the other plugs as well go ahead and be a subscriber to the Patreon so you can get your questions answered. Or play games with us. We play Among Us. True. You, you want to play? Give me money. <laughs> yeah, give me money and then you can play with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only a dollar per game. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Alright, no, that's it. Alright, well, uh, that was a good show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Yep, until next time, have a good one. Bye. Bye.